This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Cars. It's Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Matty J, online with Scotty Dow Johnson, Mr. David Prince, and back again. Chad, you're back. Hello. Hey. Good to be back. Uh, I thought we, we, got, we got rid of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't get rid of that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, a funny story, guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's a small world, right? Um, you know, like this morning, I was, I was at the shops getting, getting a few little things, for, so some gifts for, for my, my, my work colleagues. And I'm at, I'm at the Woolies. I mean, I still call it Safeway. I don't know. Do you guys do you still call it Safeway? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always Safeway. Yeah. Still, yeah. And um, I'm there and uh, I'm about to pay for my my goods and I and I, and I recognise this uh, good looking rooster over here and and, uh, <laughs> and I'm it was like I know this bloke you can't <laughs> yeah. no mate not at all it's uh, and then I you know and he's like you got stuff he's like oh bloody hell yeah so yeah small world doing a delivery at in my area of uh, of, uh, of of work yeah I just um I had a couple of drops in that shopping centre and. Uh... You know, if I had gone to the other one and uh, before Safeway, and I wouldn't have seen you that day. <laughs> one of those things. Yeah. Wouldn't have happened. Is your depot near there? Like, is yeah, that... Tom Marine. So okay. not far. Not far. Yeah. I'm just trying to do some stuff around the depot in the morning yeah. just to keep busy. Yeah. So it was uh, small world indeed. Small, small world indeed. Gets to come back on the show. Gets to uh, you know talk cars for the next hour and a little yeah. bit with uh, with the uh, the other legends we've got on this show. Let's go around the rooms with some updates. Scotty Doe, anything new on the 31? Mm, updates for me. Um, the brakes arrived. Yeah, that's good. So I was getting into that. Um, oh, first I just kind of patched up the muffler, so the exhaust. So that's done. That was patched up. And then thought I'd start tackling the caliper to take that off i thought it'd be come off pretty easy i loosened everything and the caliper would just not come off it was like it was seized and stuck on there so <clears throat> i had to get the sledgehammer out <laughs> gave it, really getting in trouble gave it quite a good bashing um eventually yeah finally got it off um it was weird because the outer pad that you usually see looked pretty much brand new, very thick, but the inner one had odd wear on it. So disc must be warped or something, I'd say. Too many, uh, too many breakies, mate. Mm-hmm. Too, too many skiers. So, yeah, probably before <laughs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if, yeah. Yeah, and I was, I was going to put it all back together, but obviously the piston on the rear needs to be wound back in, so i got to buy the right tool to do that properly and wind it back in so I can put the pads and then put the disc back on and then hook the handbrake back up again. Yeah. So that's, that's all I got done. That was a couple, that was a few hours. uh, And I think there was some swearing involved from the chat. We, we saw, uh, we saw it in the messages. Oh yeah. It just wouldn't come off. It's driving. (laughs) 
Considering I could do the Subaru front ones and change pads and discs in about 30 minutes, this was just ridiculous. Probably a while since it's been on the road, though. So it's probably, you know, like just sat for a while. Yeah, and it just had seized up a bit onto the disc yeah. on the rear. But, yeah, you know, nothing that a good sledgehammer doesn't fix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, we've got Triple H here with us now. We're using the, using the sledgehammer to... <laughs> He's trying everything. I was using the breaker bar at first. So I'm like, mm-mm. Oh, yeah. That's not working. And obviously I tried the screwdriver where you put it in between the caliper and that yeah. and you know, pull it right. along there and start prying it, but it was moving such tiny little increments. I was like, nah, this is stupid. <clears throat> so I sat the screwdriver in there, the big thick one, and got the sledgehammer and just went <laughs> and start smashing it. Did you use a golf swing, Scotty? You, you know, because yeah, right. <laughs> if I had the room I would have, but yeah. Do you, start tea, do you start teeing off or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon I would have got it off in one swing. More yeah. of a determined putt was used, I'm guessing. Yeah, a little bit nice, a little bit more of a putt and a... <laughs> <laughs> to get so, so you use the putter, not the uh, not the three wood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very good. And hopefully I get that done this week. Just got to get the right thing to push the piston. I mean, I, I swear that piston better push back in properly well, and wind back in. You said you got you might have the tool for that. Yeah, I bought a um, like you know, caliper removal tool. Mm. And it's got a few different attachments. It's basically yeah. a mini G clamp that pushes outward, like an office, an inverse G clamp. And uh, yeah, it's got a few different attachments that might have one that actually goes into the piston to spin it. Yeah, I, I saw those. Those ones I was um, I was looking yeah. at. They've got just it super cheap and that. So buy a basic one and uh, get that done. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I was just saying, Matty, if you need it, I'm happy to hand, hand, lend it out because I don't use it. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, no problem. That'll be uh, that'll come in handy, Scotty, because because we need this car. You, you know, you know, I've. I'm not giving you a. I'm not giving you a, a date anymore for when it's going to be done because I've you've had about five years now, and I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm just, I'm just giving up. I'm like, oh, it's going to be ready by then. It's going to be ready by then. So. Not classic Japan. Not classic Japan it has to be ready by then. It has to. Okay. Well, actually, now that is a date, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. I've had a preemptive uh, booking for the for mid Jan, Scotty. If you're in anywhere this week, and say I don't want it before Christmas, they'll they'll embrace you with open arms instead of. All the other people that are ringing them saying, oh, I just thought I needed to get this done before Christmas. Yeah, I wanted to book it in, um, you know, whenever they open back up again Yeah, yeah. in the new year. But I just want to make sure that I can do these breaks. I didn't want to book it in and then go, oh, crap, I can't get it off or it's not working or I've got to take it somewhere because it's seized or something. So yeah. I want to make sure that's done, bang, then call up. Okay, cool. David Prince. News with me. <laughs> Um, oh, a few things. This week, what have I done? I have, uh, oh, had, a, had took the N1 for a good country run on the weekend, had to family thing up um, in central Victoria. So um, we needed two cars. So you take the, the big car and you take the standby car. So yeah. the N1 got a lovely run, three up and loaded up with stuff and went like a little train. So K cars really are really usable cars. I mean, people look at them and laugh. Uh, I'm quite used to that after having owned them for over 30 years. Um, but but they're, they're just so good for most things, you know. I wouldn't want to be towing a 
caravan or a boat or something behind it, but don't have to do that. That's not the car for that. But for most things, they're, gee, they're practical and plenty of room. Yeah. Set it on 100, 110 where you could, easy, no no problem at all. And it's only about 2,400 revs, 2,600 revs or something at 110. Pretty good. That was really it's, good. Yeah, it's really relaxed and... and CBT, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sits really nice on the road. So, David, um, it's funny you say that because, like, in Japan when we were there, and I, I don't know, Trev, if you noticed it, but I didn't see anything with a trailer the whole time I was there. Like, like no. telling nothing. No. It was, yeah, it was trucks. Trucks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and K trucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just little K, all K trucks, yeah. Yeah, who needs a, a trailer when you've got, got a basically six by four trailer with a air conditioned cabin and, and an engine attached to it? So. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, their economy seems to work. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could learn a thing or two. We could learn a thing or two. Oh, dude, imagine if, if you had a fleet of like Honda in, in vans. That'd be epic. You would get so much done. Oh, you you for bugger all. Watch this space. That's the answer. <laughs> I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to Star Trek and Ozpost and say, look, you, yeah. you know, this is you know, these big sprinter vans and all that. I mean, do you drive a sprinter van? Is that, is that what you drive? No, I drive a like drive. a Fuso. Oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah. like a ten pallet. Well, okay, yeah. well, it's it probably, probably is the answer, but it's not the answer in this case. It's <laughs> the, the the answer is K K trucks and K vans. Yeah, it's for like um for for parcels, definitely. Yeah. Why not a K van or a K truck? Absolutely. Yeah. Who needs that much space? Yeah. Nipping and out of traffic. And, oh, oh yeah. it'd be great. Drive up on the sidewalk if you know. Yeah. yeah. I've done that before. But... <laughs> Mind you, the high-ass fan that delivers parcels here some time, sometimes is usually jammed the the gun yeah. with... Uh, they they pack those things up. It, it would be two or three trips in the K-truck, I'm guessing, rather than the high-ass. They'd be fun trips. What can you but say? then you get more vans, more drivers, hence creating jobs. Yeah, correct. Australia, Australia yes. Yeah. You're an ideas man, Chad. That's pretty hey, cool. He, he's absolutely an ideas man. Uh, all you know, you just needs some jousting sticks and, and you're on the cut. So, um, so, so yeah, no, that's uh, that, I think I think we've solved freight in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think. There you go. First, yeah. you put it first. Uh, put a Kenworth badge on them. You know, call yeah, Kenworth yeah. Skippies or something. Doing a bit of up badging. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, trucks. So, car talk top tip. Uh, we've well, solved. That's, that's yeah, the that first yeah, that's the uh, first one for the night. Yeah, Kazakhstan's up here. First one for the night. Um, yeah, you, you want to you get the country mobilised? Uh, K-trucks and K-vans. Mm. <laughs> also, I have the use for a couple of weeks. Family members headed overseas and left their car in safekeeping with me of a, a of his um, 330i M Sport wagon um, current model, which I, which is very, very nice to drive. Understandably, you'd expect it to be. Very Sorry? Blushing. It's a very flashy-looking thing. It's a very flashy-looking thing. I did work on a um, M3 Touring the other day, Touring, um, which had the uh, – and that's got the pumped-out guards. So I've got to say that looks a bit more alluring in a Touring. Um, <laughs> that looked very cool with pumped-out guards. But, um, but you know, as a, I've looked at these wagons, I don't think they don't – I don't think they do a, a non-M Sport wagon. Every wagon I've seen on the road seems to be an M Sport um, and look, it's you know, the blue stitching's nice and stuff. Drives really well. Really, you, you need some familiarisation with the the gauges and the buttons and the screens and all that sort of thing to make the thing work. 
Um, got my phone connected. That was significant for me. Um, that was easy. <laughs> there, and there are a whole lot of, you know, other functions and stuff. And the, the um, I still haven't worked out how to turn off all the driver assist stuff, but um, so, show David, got a question. What level of phone connection did you have? Did you just have Bluetooth? Did you have Bluetooth through streaming? Or did you have Android Auto or Apple CarPlay? Like, like what tier did you were you connected? Uh, the second. The second. The second. Okay. Well, yeah. Bluetooth with streaming. Okay. Yeah, so you're yeah. halfway there. Halfway there. Halfway there. <laughs> I need that person to call around and, and help us with Apple CarPlay again. Uh, uh, sorry. I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure I should have helped you yesterday. I was there. Yeah, sure, sure, but I didn't, didn't think of that. Didn't think of that. Um, and look, as I said, it's great to drive. Beautifully, uh, beautiful, smooth delivery of power. One of the brakes quite grabby. It's hard to come to a smooth stop. They seem to, you know, really bite in. I mean, all European cars eat through the brakes, and I think I think I'm beginning to realise why. It's probably worth two and a half, three times what the ZRV is worth. Well, is it two and a half, three times as good? No, no, it's not. But yeah, there's obviously a premium that comes with that sort of that sort of car in government taxes and luxury car taxes and things like that. So that, that knocks the price around. It's interesting in Europe because, I mean, they're quite, you know, they're all in the same boat over there. So, I mean, they're not seen as quite the premium thing that they, they are here. Um, it's, you know, the equivalent, like Benzes and BMWs and Audis in Germany are like the equivalent of the old Ford Holden and Chrysler days in here, really, aren't they? It's just what they build and what's what's the local car sort of thing. And available, but mind you, available in all different specs and fabric interiors and manual gearboxes and things. Um, this is pretty well loaded. But, no, it's very pleasant to drive. And um, will I buy one? Ooh, probably not. Probably not. I think there's, you know, as I said, I don't think it's double, twice as good as what I've got. So, um, yeah, but it's all nice all the same. No. Do, do like the panoramic sunroof, but I'm a sunroof guy, so you know. You are a sunroof guy. <laughs> I couldn't get that in the uh, in the ZRVs tragically. Um, but the other thing is, I've got some new number plates, and I've got Ooh. another car talk top tip for you. So I've got had my got, ooh, I can't even see that now. Right. <laughs> I, I changed. I've just changed the plates on the N1 um, just to keep my personalised plates on retention because who knows what's going to happen in the next little while. Mm. Um, so then I got some of these horrible, you know, one letter, uh, one number two letter yeah. combinations. But car talk top tip, obviously being a K car, the um, the Japanese style plates are designed. To, they're the same size as the JD as the JDM plates, um, and you can have uh, rather than buy new JDM plates for the N1, I just got the replacement plates through Vic Roads. And now they're attached to that car. I can get them restyled, and that's one hundred and seventy-five dollars to get them restyled, <laughs> rather than four hundred ninety-five dollars for a JDM plate. Mm. So, I mean, it'll still have that silly letter number combination, but um, I'm not I'm not that connected that I want to spend another three hundred dollars to uh, yeah to get, it, get the, another combination for someone who's going to take that car on later, I don't think. But I think if it's got JDM plates on it that fit properly and look good on the car, then it's um, it won't matter what the combination is. Correct. That's it. Well, on my on my, um, on my Corsa I had, um, I just got the original plates restyled in Japanese in Japanese plates and it was like 195 I think it was. And it, yeah. It, yeah it, it, it looked good. So, um, so that's what's still on it. So yeah, I think I think I think that's a smart way of saving some coinage. I think so. Hopefully so. But I think that's it for now. I think that's all I've got. 
Josh, what about you, man? I have not done a whole bunch uh, in terms of car stuff this week. Mm. I don't know, just really got away from me this week. <laughs> like the time of just dealing with Christmas stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Just cleaning the garage, I think, slowly. And yeah, honestly, I don't remember touching a car in the last Totally fair. <laughs> totally fair. Yeah, it's just completely, um, yeah, not not in the fore, mm-hmm. uh, forefront of my mind at the moment. Um, yeah, just trying to tee up uh, some time to use someone's hoist to put a uh, LSD diff in the Sylvia. Um, so working with a mate with that to sort of tee up, you know, when he might have a spot in his shop to, um, yeah, to use the hoist. Just it'll just make it easier rather than being a worm on my back <laughs> on the cold garage floor. Yeah. Um, and then I'll do a few other bits, uh, like a, a, a front sway bar and some uh, uh i'll put a sports cat and stuff in it at the same time hmm. do the bushes yeah so just just sort of teeing that up to be done just after uh christmas i guess um i had the civic booked in for uh a, a half cage to get done oh cool because uh a, a couple of uh incidents happened this year <laughs> at nuggets where it kind of yeah, got me to, you know, think about... Contemplate life decisions. Contemplating, yeah, safety <laughs> and whatnot and putting importance to that. So, yeah, I've um I've booked with a place in Geelong. Uh, unfortunately, I'm just having a bit of trouble communicating with them. But uh, he did assure me that it was booked for, uh, like, the 15th of January. So, yeah, I've got to just take a day off, drive it down there and uh, leave it for a couple of weeks to get done. Yeah. Now I can sort of forget about it. And, uh yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of it. Just kind of planning things for cars, but not doing <laughs> car stuff at the moment. So we'll get there. No, very good. Yeah. With me, not a lot. Yeah, Maddie, what's uh, what's happened with you? What's up? What what not updates a lot. have you got? Yeah. David's keen. David's keen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, at, least, at least someone's keen. Um, that, look, car uh, car stuff. Um, drove the Fiesta and the and the Typhoon on the weekend quite substantially, actually. Um. I'm going to take the um, Civic Type R back to Honda. I booked it in. Um, was a little, I was a little bit disappointed with the uh, the car when we got it. Um, not for the car's fault, but for the accessories that were added. Yeah. Uh, so the passenger side illumination does not work in the door. So it hasn't worked since we've got the car. Um, the, 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 the seal light lights up, um, but the in the door doesn't light up. Um, and, when they, and when they were in there, they've... Um, like some of the trim wasn't put back together properly, and one of the clips was was not was like a bit broken, and um, the one um, one of the pillar uh, plastics was was put back on, but it wasn't put on properly. It wasn't put behind the thing, so it left a big gap about that big between the dashboard and the and the and the, uh, the door. And it looked horrible, and and Mum picked it up, but I didn't really see because I hadn't been in the passenger seat until until I saw. It. I was like, oh, so I had to try. I jerried that to fix it, but. I had a quick, I had a quick look underneath the dashboard, and um, I couldn't see anything untoward. But I was, I was like, look, it's a new car. I'll take it back to them, get them to. So, so, so that's um, that's booked in for the fourth of Jan. Um, also, the PPF we got on it. Um, the the guy that put it on said, look, it might come up in a couple of places, but that's normal. We'll just let us know when it does, and then we'll um, we'll just have to stretch it back and, and put it back over the top because it's still setting. 
Um, so it's come off, you know, in like a, in one or two little, little parts, which, which I was expecting it to do anyway. And uh, I told him, but he's like, yep, no worries, just bring it back and, and we'll do it. He's like, the only reason that's happening is because the PPF setting. Yeah. Um, so, oh, okay. So, um, so he's like, it just needs a bit of a nip and tuck, and then it, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be completely good. So, 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 so that that's um that's been booked in as well. Um, have you noticed with the typhoon? I think I think I told you this. Um, uh, the it it drives perfectly fine. It's it's yeah, it it's, it does it does everything really really well. But occasionally when when I, when you get to us like a set of lights or something, like it, it's it's like the idol's just not happy. Like it'll just just like you know, and you can feel it. I mean, I mean, I can feel it. Like sister, I'm like the step up, like you know, she was in the car. Like, did you feel like she's like, she's like what the hell are you talking about? But um, <laughs> but uh, I'm um, I'm yeah, like I, I know you know when you know your car, yeah. and it's just like it's just like it's just not right. Just in tune with it. Yeah. Um, so I spoke to, to Ratna and, and a few other people and, and they've, they've all said, look, it's, um, you know, it could be, it could be like B series Falcons. Uh, it'd be one of like four things. It's, it'd be either, um, spark plugs, uh, core packs, um, PCB, um, spark plug, core packs, PCB, or fuel pump. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's had all new plugs, had all new, or had all new pack, core packs about 40,000 K ago. So I doubt it's that, but I, I think it's the fuel pump because it's the original fuel pump. It's probably just, you know, just tired. So I spoke to Blue Power, who's, who are like the Ford, Ford specialists, because um, a few people have said, look, just, you know, they, they can put on a, on a dyno and, and, and just, you know, just, just make sure it's, it's A-OK. And, and they were like, look, we got a spot that's open tomorrow morning. You can bring it down and, and we'll, uh, and he's just like, look, I don't, he's like, I doubt it'd be anything major. He's like, it's a B series. They're, they're pretty good, but if it's, it, they'll be able to, they'll be able to tell. So, so he's like, look, just just bring it in, and, and we'll and we'll have a we'll have a quick squeeze at it, and and um hopefully have it all sorted by mid afternoon for you. He's like, he's like, it doesn't. He's like, it's, it's he's like, we deal with three or four of them a week in, in terms of yeah, in, terms, well, in terms of that. So he's like, they're they're not falcons in general. Yeah, falcons in general, like in terms of like um just B series, you know, idle, you know, mishaps. But mm. but he's like, look, nothing to be worried about. He's like, they're they're pretty good as a car. So just just um. <laughs> Just bring it in, and, and we'll and we'll have a sus. So so that'll be good. It'll be also good to see what it makes. It was made two forty kilowatt at the wheels last time it was there. So be nice to see if it makes mm-hmm. the same power. It hasn't lost anything. So that will be that. Uh, what else? The uh, scale went to David Prince's last night. Picked up some bits for the scamp. So runners hoping by Friday. Fingers crossed. I'll have a road ready in my in my mm-hmm. email because it's all emailed now, mm-hmm. and be able to put the car in my name. Uh, Malcolm won't have to have to kill me next time, um, <laughs> and um, I can thoroughly enjoy it over the summer break, which will, which will be which will be a lot of fun because I'm uh, the last time I probably drove it was the summer break last Christmas last. Uh, yeah, it's, Christmas. Been, yeah. it's already been years since I've had the scam through. Oh, wow, it's, it's dude, this, this is flown. So and once I do that, um, Brandon's going to be pissed off at me because he knows I'm bringing the MR2 down to to. Uh, <laughs> Get the oil leak fixed. Um, so he's just, it's just going to be one in, one out, and he just shakes his head. He, he's he's a he's a man of um, few words, but he's a man of strong body language, and he <laughs> and he knows when uh, he just he just shakes his head at me and just just walks off. But um, but I think the scamp in particular he's really fond of because you now he's bought one. He's he's like, like oh really? It was his first car in Sri Lanka. Oh and, uh, wow. so, so um, that's really cool. So he was he was pretty rapid with seeing mine, and um, he's, he's like it's refreshing to work on a car that's very basic. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's you know you fix anything with you know not many tools and 
um, you know, he, he kind of learned a bit of his craft in in, in Lanka on, on those things. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool to 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 see him. Um, even though my mechanic hates me at most times, um, he's quite fond of that car. So, <laughs> so, so that's uh, that's been that. Um, XR8 got a drive on the weekend. I, I took that took that for a burn and. Yeah, like they're, they're all, they're all, I'm trying to give them all a bit of a run. Um, a bit, bit of an exercise. Bit of an exercise, stretch their, stretch their legs or tires, as, as, as oh. I say. But yeah, that's, that, that, that got a bit of a run as well. But that's pretty much it car wise on my end, gentlemen. Very cool. Very good. Now, gentlemen, I was thinking of a topic for tonight and I couldn't think of one because I, because, you know, I'm, I'm a topics man, but, but who, but we now know who's an ideas man. Is chat here? So, so I asked him. I'm like, I'm like, is there an idea that or a topic that you want to talk? About? He's like, let me get back to you. And he comes back with, if there was a car that you could drive on the Nurburgring, what would it be? And that's a really good question because one, the Nurburgring, it's called the Green Hill for a reason. It's a complete utter uh, driver's bliss or driver's nightmare because it's it's very unforgiving if you make a mistake and expensive because you have to pay for every guardrail and stuff you hit. Yeah. Um, but it's also super rewarding the fact that you can drive your car flat out and do one lap in about you know ten minutes. So um, you know it's it's a really cool experience. It's got undulations and levels and things that like I mean I've played the Nurburgring God how many times on on Forza and yeah. and, and Gran Turismo and and a set of Corsa and and all, and all these and all these games and um and they say they say in the games never do the 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 track obviously obviously justice like. Laguna Seca, for example, like the the corkscrew, that's that's like a six story drop, and you don't really feel it in the game. But 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 when you but when you see it in real life, you're like, my god, like it's just it's just quite literally huge. So honestly, like, what would be a car that I would be, take on that road and be like, one, I'm not going to die, but two, it'd be just driving Nirvana and bliss. And um, it's it's quite a hard question. Like, I couldn't I couldn't come up with a definitive car. Like, I had I had, a, I had probably a four or five that they were they were play, you know, constantly playing in my mind as to what I would take. But I asked you guys in the chat, and um, obviously, Chad, you you come up with the idea. Um, is there a car, specific car or cars that you'd like to do, and why would you why would you choose them over, let's say, you know, its equivalent or or something else in that in that in that market? Um, so I'll leave it in your capable hands before I, because uh, I'm still trying to sift through the five that I've got in my head um, before I can give a definitive answer. Sift through the thirty cars you immediately think of when you. Okay. Man, I was thinking like, duh, 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 duh. like it's just whenever I get a car related question, it's just like it's just it's just like a, a equalizer on a, on a on a stereo, just like just like all these things go up. And so, gentlemen, leaving in your capable hands, uh, obviously the most capable in the country when it comes to car discussion here on here on Car Talk, gentlemen. Uh, it was just a cheap plug, <laughs> gentlemen. What would you put on that track and why? So many choices. I know. I a good That's place awesome. to start is is with what you can actually. I mean, not that you you're not talking about hiring a car, but you can hire cars to to have a go at the Nurburgring if you don't want to take your own car there. Um, and last time I checked, and it's been a while. I'm googling as we speak. Um, I knew you, there were you could hire a Suzuki Swift Sport, mm-hmm. um, which does appeal from the. Um, um, Said before, I'm a card carrying advocate of the uh, slow car fast instead of the fast car slow. Absolutely. Something the size of the Nurburgring, though, and the length and the time involved. I mean, obviously, a faster car is going to do it faster, but it's such a long track to do a lap. Yeah, you know, a really a really fast car, you, you can probably get around it almost as quickly in a in a smaller car. Um, from the point of view that 
even though it doesn't probably have the terminal velocity on the straights and stuff, a smaller car is potentially quicker through the corners. The other thing they had that you could rent um, when the, um, I can't remember the code, but the early one series BMWs, you could rent those as well in a three door, which we they got in Europe that we didn't get. Oh, um, think so. Yeah, must be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mid-2000s, I think they were. Yeah. Um, those one series hatches in a three door. Three door hatch? Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know they made those. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I think they, um, yeah, there's a BMW M driving course experience there as well. I, I, I think I'd have to go something European as much as I, you know, Civic Type R would be fun or a... Um, um, the Swift would be fun, but you you've also got to pick your time when you do it. It's I was talking to a friend today just just this afternoon about the Nurburgring, and he's driven it a number of times, uh, and he um, he's actually got a couple of Ferraris, so um, they're very nice cars to do it in, but can be a handful in the wet, especially on twenty five year old Michelin XAS tires. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was not a not not a not a wise move, and he was very lucky to um, that when he ended up pointing the wrong way, there was no um, co involved. So, hopefully, he's rectified that situation now. Seeing as he knows you, uh, yes, yes, and, and my obsession with tires, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, they, they evidently with these tires, they do 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 runs every so often to for that reason, you know, to replace them. But it's an old design and an old tread pattern, and something. But yeah, certainly any sort of. Um, I think you'd have an awful lot of fun in one of the original M ones or M twos, as long as it was a manual, not one of these silly SMG ones. Sorry, Scotty. <laughs> I want one with a clutch. I don't. I don't want one with two pedals. Wiper Scott's response: It does have a clutch. It's just uh, automated. <laughs> uh, I'm not sticking up for BMW. <laughs> <laughs> You've been burned too many times, Scotty. I get it. I yeah. understand. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, I have just found a, a, a site called Big Garage located at the Nürburgring, and you can rent an M235, an M2, um, an M4, a Cayman S, Cayman GT4, GT3991, GT3992, 458 Italia, or a um, Huracan. How would that be? Two laps in an M235, uh, 299 euro. Just for those playing at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's potentially 20 minutes of racing time. Racing time, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. On this um, yeah, or if, if you really want to lash out, you, that, there is a 12 lap package uh, with the 458 Italia. That'll set you back 3,599 euro. Oof. Yeah. It's, uh, you know. I'll give, I'll give my, my checkbook. <laughs> Extra laps only another three hundred euro too. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's probably a sweet well. The M M two three five is probably the cheapest one you can do, but it starts at uh, two laps, two hundred ninety nine euro. So. I think if I'm to do it for the first time, I'd probably rent the Swift, the Swift Sport. Yep. And just see the track in a slow car. Um, get uh, like understand the track and its undulations and everything. Yeah. Like okay, now let's go for something a bit more, a bit more with with a bit more grunt. But oh, like you'd be just terrified, wouldn't you? Like yeah. one mistake in the Nurburgring. And it's very hard for no runoff. No runoff. People die there every year. Like there was mm -hmm. just deaths again this year and everything. So not a um, 
Not to mention um, constantly looking behind you for other cars coming up fast, concentrating uh, yeah. in front of you for other cars as well. That's a lot going on. Do you guys watch um, Misha Chudrin? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's like the, the, the bloke's insane. He's, he's an incredible driver. He's um he, he's I think he was a ring taxi driver for years. Oh. Um, and now he's got his own channel. People bring bring him their cars. Can you drive my car. Drive, yeah, 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 that's awesome. Um, and he just the people free are like holy crap you're driving my car you've never driven my car before and he's just going 10 tenths straight off the bat um wow. and, and he's even like people make mistakes because like they look up and they're like oh they, they see someone behind them and back down and they're really you know, they've, they've missed the breaking point and they're off and yeah. into the uh into the abyss that is the uh the green hell um so yeah that you know i it's not for the faint of heart yeah you know, it's it's not at all it's it's a it's a full-on thing and and he makes it look easy because he's 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 got got like god like you know driving skill um but for everybody else on the track you'd, you'd be constantly thinking about you know geez like you know in the back of your head like it says this i'm gonna give way to somebody or i've got to let them you know point a by or, or or what have you and um and you've been doing that for like 20 kilometers it's just yeah. it's just it's it's insane. <laughs> absolutely yeah. so i think doing it in a in a swift because i'll be like well everyone's going to pass me at this point um just leave you in the car just leave me right. in the, the whole track <laughs> well here you go this is for you matthew this is the rent for ring package yeah turbo swift sport and it looks like the only one only manual you can do it in actually even the cooper s and their bmws are automatic and their super is automatic but a manual suzuki swift sport turbo uh arrive and drive the arrive and drive package includes the first tank of fuel the use of and the use of our lap ticket it saves you the, from refueling at the end of your rental and from queuing in line to buy your lap tickets so your first lap within that car is 199 euro and each additional lap you want to do is 99 euro that's actually not too bad right deal it's not it's it's not shocking is it I mean, when you say your own car, I think it's like twenty-five euro a lap or something, like to 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 oh, yeah. to, to go and potentially die. Um, so so this is this is like a nicer way of of a you know, uh, you know, saving your car until you get you get more practice because again, that's what that's what a lot of it comes down to. Yeah, that's a. It's funny you mentioned Misha because I saw a video of him today driving a. Uh, well, I can't remember the car. Something. Yeah, I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah. That is what brought on the question. Oh right. Yeah, like <laughs> seeing that video, my reels uh, fade, on. and yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, that is um, you know, what would you take? Because yeah, that, that that was what sparked it. He's driven some pretty special stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's driven. He's driven one of your cars on the uh, on the Nurburgring. Did you see? I thirty N. Yeah, I thirty N. Yeah. Oh right. No, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. So so the I thirty N N wasn't released in Europe. So oh, it's right. a it's a US Navy kind of dude who apparently they bring their cars over all the time. Oh right. Um so like a lot of the the muscle cars and, and cars that they don't get, he drives through them. Oh, um because sure. they, they bring them over with them and and yeah, he's always like, Oh, I thought he entered any it was talking to Elantra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and um I was I was like I was like, Oh dude, Chad will be happy to see this. Like, yeah. it's and he and he, he, that up yeah, this, yeah. he he raved about it, he said he said it was great. So yeah. But yeah, that was uh yeah, it's, it's yeah. Oh, I like Misha. He's 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 an interesting character. Yeah, and he's just he's like truly fearless. Oh, uh, insane for someone who can drive at that level mm-hmm. on the ring. It's uh, yeah, it's something else. He's definitely mm-hmm. special. He's uh, you you, you got to be not all there upstairs to be like a proper yeah. race, proper race driver. Well, you got to have like <laughs> no fear. Like oh, absolutely zero fear. Yeah, 
So if you have any fear, then you just become safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's why I say rally drivers are like, like I, I like I've got respect for car racing drivers, but I've got the most respect for rally drivers because like with, with a, like a racing car driver, like, you know, you can you, you go off the track, you grab a trap, stop, or hit a wall, but you know you you'll slow down. Rally drivers will mistake tree. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it's um they're aliens. They they are quite literally insane. Like like uh, Formula One drivers, Robert Kubica and and I think Kimi Raikkonen did rally as well as well, Scotty, didn't he? That they went to he went to WRC and you know I I've got respect for those two Formula One drivers probably the most out of any that, that have been. I think a lot of them. I think a lot of them did start rallying and then moved on. Yeah, especially when you're from those countries, Finnish, Sweden, all those ones. So. Yeah. Seems to be the way to go. I mean, they were born sideways essentially, because like they <laughs> they live sideways. Those people going. <laughs> so um, so yeah, it's I've got really I've got, like the most respect for those people because like, they just one mistake tree, you know, like it's you, and they're and they're doing skinny things at like two hundred k's an hour. I'm so I'm like, you, you guys are cooked. Like it's just trying out so cooked. Um, but anyway, that's beside the point of, of how cooked uh, drivers can be. Uh, I mean, Sabine Schmidt, uh, you know, RIP, but yeah. she was, she was, she was, she was completely, completely insane. Yeah. Um, she was great. Oh, she, she was fantastic. I, like, I think the, the, the car world lost a big influential figure in her, um, you know, almost driving a transit under 10 minutes, which was hilarious. Yeah. Just do think of the hot shit and um, she's going, you know, under 10 minutes and, yeah. And a courier, <laughs> like what? Um, so it, it, yeah, yes, yeah, she was, she was, she was, she was a, she was a very, very awesome woman. Um, yeah, it just shows how, how insane you have to be and, and just, you're right, fearless. Yeah. Right? Like you just got, you got to have like, just, no, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to die today. And then you got to have that mentality and just, just, you know, it went, it was Colin McRae said, if in doubt, flat out, like that's just, yeah. that's just what you, you've just got to do it. Is that right? Uh, but gentlemen, cars you would take. Now, David Prince has had a squeeze through all the, uh, the the stuff you can potentially get at the ring. Um, but if you had a chance to to choose anything, what would you pick and why? So I was sticking with my main man, David, <clears throat> and starting with something small because I think it would be a lot of fun because you can really give it a hard time and work through the gears, rev it all the way out. Um, don't have to worry too much about sideways action. So I'm thinking like a real good hot hatch, either mm. what you've got, Maddie, your green machine. The SRST? Yeah, like, uh, yeah Jim built too. Mm. Yeah. Like an I-20N, so something even smaller, I-20N. Just something like that, really nippy, I reckon would be awesome. Or you can get one of those like a baths or something, 695 or the 595, a bath would just be so much fun because you can really give it a massive hard time and go through all the gears and just keep that foot flat majority of the time as opposed to your um <clears throat> lambos and ferraris and stuff like that which yeah, would be a lot of really get in all the time wouldn't you you know you'd be very yeah. quickly yeah <laughs> which you know would be a lot of fun in those supercars and stuff but i i don't think i'd be able to do it i'd be yeah. A bit too scared as it was just in something like a you know an i20n or something would be full on and a lot of fun you know how um david was saying you can you know multiple laps and stuff i think after two laps i'd be done yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'd be absolutely wrecked 
I'd be a sweating mess. Yeah. One, I'd be sweating because of you know you're constantly working the wheel. But two, I'd be sweating because I'd be like my anxiety would have been through the roof the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Don't crash. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Don't. Yep. It's like it's like that meme. Uh, uh, that the guy driving a car and he's 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 singing to himself. You better not crash. You better not die. <laughs> you better not something. I'm telling you why because you told your wife you're at work and he's like <laughs> he's like going on a race on a racetrack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it's interesting you say that's got to be about like PSRST and and I twenty N and and, and six nine five for Bath because like Misha's driven a few, driven all those on the on the Nurburgring and he's mm. and he's like these are so much fun on the Nurburgring because they're they're agile and they're fun and they're quick steering and um you know it, he just, he proves the point that you don't need a you know massive four million horsepower car mm. to 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 absolutely rip on a, on, a, on the Nurburgring it's you know it's, it's all about you know, just just driving and and um, you know having a good time. I think it works well on there because it's still pretty much a road. It's yeah. not a yep. track, so it's not perfectly smooth. There's lots of bumps and things like that that you're hitting that you wouldn't want to be taking you know, your high end supercars and stuff on, as opposed to a racetrack where they would be way more fun. It's smoother. It's made for that kind of stuff. Well, I'll ask you this question, Scotty. In in all of Misha's videos, how many Lambos and Ferraris do you actually see? Like, or like, what, what Jesse's driving through? You, you don't see any. Like, like no. quite, quite literally, I can't remember the last time I've seen one. Like, the only cars you see that are high end are Porsches, GT3 RSs, and, and that are going. Yeah, it's always Porsches, which, yeah. I mean, would be absolutely fantastic to drive oh. around in a Porsche. Oof. That's where it's at. You know, it's. It's Beamers, your BMWs, and I'm not talking about brand new ones. They're like E46s and stuff. E36s are going on. Race on. Yeah, the E36. I think he had an E46. Ooh, was it E46? They had the V10. He drove an E46 with a V10 swap. Uh, yeah. And that was just... Like an M5. So. M5, yeah. It was, yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. That was bonkers. Oh, and the noise that thing made, Scotty. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But just just flicking through just some of the cars that he's driven, it's some basic stuff, you know, a Mark III Supra, mm-hmm. Audi S1s. Um, there is some extreme fast stuff, the new GDRs, um, 89 Honda CRX. I, 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 I just like how he, he, he's not um, – the reason why I love well, – I've watched virtually all of his videos. The reason why I love watching his videos is because he doesn't discriminate. You know, like, like he, he's like, oh, yeah, I haven't driven one of those. I'll, I'll give it a go. Like, he's, yeah, he, he yeah. Just... he's not an elitist thing, just kind of, he'll drive anything. Correct. Yeah. And he drives it because he loves driving. Yeah. Uh, well, there's one I haven't seen. He drives a Reliant Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? This. A Reliant Kitten. Oh, what's this? That would be pretty cool to watch. But yeah, it's just such cool to watch. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be good to watch and point and laugh. I'm very glad to knock people behind the wheel a bit. Thanks. I, I wouldn't want to be the one driving around in your brand new Porsche and watch him overtake you in one of those. Having <laughs> well, to move part, aside while he hammers past and he's reliant kitten. <laughs> the, the, the best part is watching him like pass everybody in like cheapy little cars, like hot hatches and stuff. Like he's passing, he's passing Porsche Caymans, 911s and stuff. And, yeah. and like he's, he's not even corner bombing him. He's like, he's, he's got, he's built up enough speed through. Through the, through the corners, he's passing one straight, <laughs> and he's like, by the end of the straight, they catch up, and he's like, "Yeah, see you later." Just he takes him to yeah. the corners. Like, um, I remember he, he was driving a, a, I think, a K swapped, 
um, Fiesta ST with like 500 horsepower or something, something nuts like that. And um, and it was like a full like, It was just blowing the tires of every single gear, and he's just passing people like they're sitting still. I'm like, this guy's insane. Um, so, you know, it's the it's the joys you get of uh of, of watching his stuff on the on the Nurburgring. But yeah, he, he he drives some really really slow stuff. I'd love to see him drop like a mini moke or something. That that'd be hilarious. That'd that'd be <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good bit of fun. Certainly. Yeah. So Scotty, you're all, you're all about uh, like the small hot hatches, i20n, Fiesta ST, uh, 695 bath. Uh, anything else you'd you'd like to to, to give a to give a a, a a fang on the on the ring? You know, yeah, I guess you've got your supercars, but I, I don't know if I'd be happy enough or excited if that makes sense. I'd love to drive one, but I just think I'd be too worked up. Yeah. Really give it, you know, to really open it up or really plant my foot. It'd be great fun, but I wouldn't be driving it. I wouldn't be driving it fast. That's kind of why I chose those other cars because those ones, yeah, as I said, you have your foot flat majority of the time and smashing through the gears. Well, anything we have, like I, I wouldn't want to drive a C63 around there or anything. Yeah. I'd be just like, oh, and then, okay, I'm going dead straight now. I can kind of put my foot down because it's so <laughs> happy and things. I'll be just... <laughs> Potentially, that's just like a power cruise. Right? It's a power cruise, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, if you do come unstuck, it, it's because you're doing warp speed. That's the thing. And then, yeah. you know, when you hit things at warp speed, that usually doesn't go well. Yeah. And I've seen, uh, I went down the rabbit hole of the, the crash compilations at the Nürburgring, and these and yeah. they are flying, and you just see them roll yeah. and get launched into the air. Like when, when they, uh, it's, it's, I'm just like, <gasps> Yeah, like how are people walking away from these things? And um, so yeah, I I, I think Scotty, uh, I would be on your boat. I reckon that's uh, uh I'd be, be much the same. Like I mean, and we've, we've discussed this before in the show. Like modern modern cars, like especially performance cars, like like let's let's say your your previous C sixty three AMG or the current you know M M range, they are insanely fast. Mm. Like they are so fast that like they just they defy they defy, defy logic yeah. how, how quick they are, um, and they've got to put all this speed because the cars are so heavy. Yeah. Um, but the performance is just is just it's ridiculous, and and you know just, you, to harness that all all that power, like you, you need to have Misha god level of you know uh, abilities around a track. Whereas in a Fiesta ST or a I twenty eight or even a Honda Civic Type R, like you'd be able to have a bit of fun and enjoy it because you can use the power. It's got usable power and stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's interesting that, that that you said that. And like, don't get me wrong, I, I love supercars. I think they're really cool. But like, um, if I think of a track day car, I, I would. I, they're like the least things I think of. I, I think unless it's like a Porsche GT three where it's like a you know awesome track day car. But like, oh yeah, yeah, that's different. But like you know, like like a, like a Lambo and stuff. I'm just like, eh, you know, like whatever. I'd rather have a you know i thirty in sedan and then that around a track for a, you know, for and, and have a truck warranty, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, which is which is insane that that, that yeah. they offer that. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I really like your thinking there, Scotty. What about you, Joe? What, what are you thinking? Um, I started off with thinking like it's got to be something German, something European, you know, like, um. I don't know what what I came down to there was like you know a manual 911 GT2 GT3 yeah. one of those or like an E92 M3 That'd be a manual cool. box yeah but 
thinking more about it. It's just it is far too much car yeah. to put on essentially onto a road. Yeah. Go fast on a road. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, like I just have to come back to uh smaller, uh, more agile, more fun cars. Um everything you guys have mentioned, but also I think I would ideally go for like a a um an R thirty two, like a Mark V R thirty two. Oh cool. Yeah, yeah. Six speed. You got the all-wheel drive grip. Yeah. Um good choice. and the hell of a sound that's oh, made. Yeah, that make a great noise. I mean, even so hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I can't think of something more sort of like modern German to, to take on the track like other than that. That you're not gonna ideally sorry, um realistically you're not gonna you know do a lot of damage to yourself. Yeah. Well I mean you could, but you know, the risk is obviously lower than it's yeah. that a, a way faster car. Absolutely. Like, I mean um, it's still a quick car. Oh yeah. Like like, yeah. like but they're, they're not like current golf are quick which are just stupidly quick. Like yeah. it's a car you could you can still potentially use the power band and yeah and, right. and, and really you know, and, and drive it. Yeah. Um so that's a that's actually a really good choice. Oh, I actually quite like the the R thirty two. Um and if I had to go for more of a sort of a you know well, I mean they're not really slow, but like you know, a Lotus Elise or an Exige mm. just for the pure like MR, yeah. you know, um mid engine rear wheel drive um dynamic of it, because mm. I feel like that car is sorry, that track is made for sort of I don't know, just slinging yourself out of corners and uh, yeah, it'll just be so much fun. And a car that's dedicated to cornering has got to be, yeah, it'll be topping the charts for that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully one day. Good choice. <laughs> Good choices. So, like, so we've all kind of stayed in like the hot hatch kind of in front of area, mm. and, or or a Porsche. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I think we've established uh, Porsche's the way. Yeah. I think I, I just think just for. Um nostalgic uh for for a sense of nostalgia i wouldn't mind actually doing it in like a like an old 911 like a you know mid 80s sort of 911 that'd be cool you know that's sort of harks back to a different a simpler time doesn't it and that lovely flat six fast sound um that would be cool because that that's almost these days falls into the slow car fast category too yeah so it doesn't really compared to a lot of the new stuff but um, yeah, no power steering or anything like that. You get a real tactile sense of of driving that that bit of road in Germany, I reckon. So yeah, if anyone wants to loan me their, you know, quarter of a million dollars, <laughs> you know, eighty five Carrera, I'll um, that'd be fun. I'll take up the offer. Thanks. Have, have you guys ever seen um, <laughs> you know, the company Roof? Um, they they had the yellow bird and they they did the uh, the was, I believe it was on the Nurburgring too, and they, they, it was quite, quite literally. Drifting every corner, power sliding like it, it was. Is there a video? A video of it, yeah, from the from the eighties of this this roof yellow bird, just, just, cool just going ham, yeah. like going. I don't know if you've seen it, Scotty, but um, this this car is just going nuts, and um, and it was a promotional video for the car. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, best car ad. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so me. Um, so yeah, it was going completely nuts, and yeah, it was on the network ring, and um, I'm like, wow, that's just that, that would be cool to do. Uh, it'd be a death trap, but it'd be cool to do. So yeah. So has anyone asked Santa? Yeah. For, has anybody yeah. asked Santa for a 2024 season pass? I mean, I, I mean, I, I've got his number. I can, I can okay. Okay. And, and say, hey, you know, we've all been good boys this year. 
Um, you know, I, I'm sick of getting coal every year. Can I? Can I? Please, <laughs> can I so a twenty a twenty twenty four season pass. If you're interested, we'll set you back four thousand eight hundred and seventy seven dollars Australian. Yeah, well, my God, three thousand euros. <laughs> you lived around the corner. You were, yeah, yeah. You, just you just that was your weekend drive. Easily worth it. Oh, I yeah. see. That's the trick, Chad. Evidently, you don't do it on the weekend. The the best way of surviving it is Monday to Thursday during the week, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, that comes. I, that comes from my mate who who has driven a number of times. He said, "There's, I've I've been there on the weekends." He said, "There's no way I'd get on the track on the weekends." Yeah, well, got every and it's dearer actually per lap, um, Friday to Sunday. Okay. Yeah, sure. But you also so, know, um, like car companies do testing days there, so so they 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 take the whole track for testing day. So like that's it's, right. It's really like when you think about it, some days, some like weeks or months, it's very limited time you can actually use the ring. So, um, but if, if I was coming up from work, I'd be like, oh, if I live around the corner, sorry, honey, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm just staying back at the office for a little bit and just, just yeah. <laughs> do do a stay. Oh, crash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your wife, you were at work. Uh, but, but she'll know because you'll come home and the brakes are like smoking and, and <laughs> the exhaust was like thrashed. So he's just like, like she's like, where have you been? Ah, oh, you know, it was uh, I was just overtook a lorry back there, and uh, yeah. she's like, yeah, sure you did. She's a bit hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is it's probably easier to go back to university, do an engineering degree, get into automotive engineering development, go and work for one of the major car companies, and actually get paid to drive around the Nurburgring testing. That might be the ideal job. That that might be might be easier. I mean, I I don't think my my health insurance would cover me for anything, but that that's uh, <laughs> I I'd make sure to take out a good life. Hey, hey, if you work if you're working for someone though, it's it's work cover. <laughs> I suppose yeah. Germany has yeah. a as yeah, a uh, TAC, as a version <laughs> of TAC work yeah. cover. <laughs> uh, well, well, that that uh that have to charge us more for our uh, for our insurance uh, registration. No, <laughs> That'd be TAC and Nurburgring charge. No, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I guess I got to pay that. So, 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 David, you'd be you'd be an old Porsche, yeah, if you had to pick. Um, yeah, I think I think thinking about it, I think classic track like that deserves a classic car, and if it's in Germany, it's got to be a German car. So, yeah, not even a turbo. I don't need a nine thirty. Nothing fancy like that. Just a just a little nine one one. SC would be fine. That's a that's a good choice. Yeah, I. The reason why I was thinking about five cars to do this on, I was thinking of different categories because I'm an idiot, but that's that's the way I work. Um, <laughs> but there's one car in particular that I think takes the cake, and it's probably the most quintessential German car. Uh, I mean, I mean, Porsche. To be fair, Porsche is a quintessentially German, but this for me personifies '90s, late '80s German cars. It's a it's a 190, uh, you know, oh. Evo two. Yeah. Um, it's DTM to the max. Um, it, yeah. It's just like that car, dogleg manual gearbox. Um, I, I just picture them in my like in my. I've seen you plenty of videos of this, Chad. Yeah. Like, they're like bouncing over corners and then like midair and and like just going ham in one of those on a German track in Germany um, in a in you know, a very German you know ridiculously you know cool um, looking car. I think that's just like that's just takes the cake for me like that that that'd be utter pornography in in car form yeah. uh, in on a, on a racetrack like that yeah, couldn't agree more it it'd be it'd be like driving 80s 90s dtm and and, and you, you you just because 
you look at those cars and they look so epic. Yeah. Um, they have aged beautifully. Beautifully. They're actually good looking race cars. Not aged, even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I would, uh, if, I, if I was to go for like my late 80s, early 90s, kind of like, you know, uh, car crush, it'd probably be that because for that track, for that atmosphere, um, I think that, that'd be, that'd be me. If I had to go anything supercar related, it'd be an LFA Nürburgring edition, which, which held, which held the record for the Nürburgring. Um, it'd terrify me and I'd be, I'd be scared, but just, I'd just be like, I'd be like putting it around, um, just so I can hear the engine in a room. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah. Um, so I, I do. I drive that, but for the most time, if I, you know, like I'm, I'm like you guys, I, I take a hot hatch. Mm. Um, I take even hot hatches from like ten years ago, like like you know, like uh, I mean, I'm thirty two, you know, older than ten years now, but like uh, I can't believe that's older than ten years. 14. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, but like you know, a second gen Focus RS, one of one of those, uh, I take a you know because I like to hear that five cylinder. Like I like yeah. hearing the different engines. Um. How I'd even take you know um like a VW Corrado VL6 or something like that that that's that's kind of cool and to see the little lip spoiler come out yeah and then the and then the engine light come on um so I so said that that is that that'd be that'd be a bit of fun but yeah like I yeah like proper old school hot hatches like that uh well I mean that that old bit like you know old the older your know, big engine small car um and because now now they just they just like A forty fives and stuff are just ridiculously far like that's just, yeah that's just three hundred horsepower four cylinder like hmm. uh, they're they're four hundred and something horsepower four cylinders like they it's it's in, they're insane like they got more power than than you know um it's funny like they might, so that's but like like an F six from the from like an FG F six is three ten kilowatt that makes more power. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like how is this out of a four two liter four cylinder? That's just it's it's insane. Um so yeah, I'd probably have one of those where I'd do a, like a you know, I do an I twenty N because I yeah, I'd, I'd, if I cook the brakes, I'd just take it back to the hill and I'd say, Hey, fix it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um Civic Type R would, would be pretty bloody epic. I mean it's the fastest front wheel drive car on the Nürburgring at, at the whole circuit at the moment. I don't think it will be beaten. I don't think anyone else is gonna 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 go for that record. They're not really focusing on it either, like yeah. Maybe Renault, but like, well, they're they're, they're probably, finishing. They're, 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 oh, they're not they're doing, doing like the RS. Yeah, well, they're stopping it. Yeah, so they're they're, they're cutting that. Um, Ford's out of the game completely with that now. Um, uh, yeah, that's like in terms of front wheel drive. You know, you know, Renault's done. I mean, VW might do something with the Golf GTI, but I. Yeah, I I, I doubt it. Um, but yeah, like that, that's pretty much it in terms of like. Yeah, well, well, that's kind of like the last real sole survivor of the front wheel drive, you know, driver's car. So, yeah, it's 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 a shame, but that's just the way the world's going. But it's good that cars like that still exist, isn't that right, guys? It's just like you know, having yeah. um, still having a choice where you can get a three pedal car. Like, like, like I mean, Hyundai's doing great things with, with you know, I, I, yeah. and stuff. So, um, the fact that they still exist are yeah, really good things. But yeah, obviously the market's there and they're focusing on it too and they're capitalizing on it absolutely absolutely and you know when everyone else is leaving like i, th- I think hyundai's be very smart about it because like when everyone else is like pissing off from the game like ford's pissed off you know hyundai's pissed off we're so, all uh, focusing I mean, on hybrid and ev yeah correct yeah and then uh, sorry um yeah they're all pissed off and hyundai's like well this is now a place that no one else is let's jump into that market and yeah they've got some great offerings and they sell quite well so was there someone making a manual gearbox hybrid or 
electric power well, at some point? It's been done. I mean, uh, uh, the first insight was that, wasn't it, David? They... First gen, first gen insights were only available as manual in Australia, yeah. like without a clutch sort of thing. No manual clutch with a clutch. Just, just uh, high speed. Have you ever driven one, David? I have. What are they like? Like, is it yeah. like when you take your foot off the clutch? Like, yeah, like is it? Does the engine kick on, or is it just like you got a bit of bit of electricity, then the engine kicks on? No, no, the the motor runs all the time. The petrol motor runs all the time. Okay. I am. It had an IMA system, integrated motor assist system, so that the, it wasn't like the Prius in that it would only run on electric power. Okay. So it's just a three cylinder, one liter engine in those, okay. and then it had the integrated motor, which gave it sort of the performance of a. 1.4, 1.5 litre car, basically. Oh. So yeah, it um, it would it was one of the first cars sold here, I think, that had auto stop too. So if you were um, stopped at the lights and took your foot off the clutch, you know, like in neutral with the foot off the clutch, the engine would stop, and as soon as you touched the clutch again and, and selected first, the engine would start up again. But I've got to say, um, very highly geared, like you could drive around. The Sutton, just around, around the town in um, in third gear all day, like you didn't right. really need or fifth. It was so highly geared, um, or lowly geared, whichever that is. But uh, you know, it, it it would fourth gear around town and would just bog down. It had no power at all. Um, but yeah, they were they were pretty underwhelming. I mean, for a fifty five thousand dollar package that they were when they were first released, um, yeah, a lot of people weren't. Uh, consequently, they sold well. Between forty-five and fifty-four, I think is the official wow. number. Varies who you ask. <laughs> one of the guys in the club actually had three of them for a while. He's down to two. He sold one of them, but and another fellow's got um, our friend David Day, who we know well, has has one. I've driven his a few times. But yeah, quirky and unusual and funky-looking things. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was a stepping stone. It was this the first hybrid on sale in Australia. It beat, beat the Prius by about two weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. still, still the first hybrid that was on sale in Australia. Um, but yeah, interesting to drive, but certainly not quick. And um, yeah, the, the gearbox the, makes them not not pleasant around town. But there's actually one at the museum down at um, Arthur's Seat on the peninsula, and it's got, it's got over four hundred thousand k's on the clock. Because the guy used to divide his time between Melbourne and Perth, and he'd drive this thing across Australia. Um, the guy that owned it, and um, it's just got a crazy mileage on it, but looks completely—you know—doesn't look any different from the day it came out of the showroom. It looks—it's in really good condition, but just got this ridiculous mileage on it. So I'm sure he would have got his money back in petrol. But they have <laughs> about three. Um, I think. David's regularly, you know, runs around between three and three and a half and four litres per hundred k. So pretty bloody good. That's amazing. That's, yeah. good. That's better than Prius, almost. Yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah. It, it was pretty good. Scotty, your your girlfriend. Oh, sorry, sorry, I should say, fiance's got got one, but she's got like the later one. What yeah. Does that does that, does that does that average like yeah low low fives low fours? Uh, not quite sure. Um, because she just has the range okay. in there, but and it just depends how you drive it. You know, you can fill it up, and it, we usually when you fill it up, it will say you know seven hundred k's out of the tank, but then it can drop down to 500, 400, bring it back up to five hundred. Just about how you drive it. I haven't really 
driven it like I do with mine where I always reset the um the trip meter so I, I can't really 100% say when you're plotting around it's really good I think you save more fuel on it if you're using it around town yeah just wasn't really like highways like freeways and stuff like that it's not happy sitting on 100 or just over 100 and things like that it's not yeah, well, they were all CVTs, those ones that we yeah. made. They changed from manual. And I think because of the gearing of the gearbox, the, the manuals were, were the early one cars were really good on the open road. Uh, you just wouldn't necessarily want to drive them on the open road. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not going to want to drive it across the Nullarbor of Perth every day. I know, I know. <laughs> really narrow rear track compared to the front track. So they, they look a bit funny crabbing down the road sort of thing, but they're not really. It's just that the, the rear track's so much smaller than the front. Um, and yeah, they seem to be from memory. From memory, they were pretty affected by side winds and and uh, trucks going the opposite direction, things like that, would rock them about a bit. So, Is yeah, we'll, side spats, like the rear wheel spats and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. Imagine the drag coefficient, though. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it was like negligible. That. That, that's why I think you know when they were at speed, if the road was smooth enough and you didn't have much oncoming traffic. So yeah. talk about conditions having to be exactly right for, for that car to be in a sweet spot. But um but like, I mean, you gotta think that that guy'd be doing I mean I mean how many cases is it across to, to Perth from Melbourne? It'd be about four thousand. Four thousand or so, right? Yeah. So so he would, you know, the fuel efficiency which you know that car would have been made for would be just around town, right? Because you know, it'd have to get you off the line, you're not using a lot of energy. Um like that it, it, be bloody better off using something else. Like it's the fact that he used one. I mean, the fact that he's one of those you know, respect. That's cool. But like, um, oh yeah. In terms of money saving, it it's pretty negligible, right? It sure. Sounds like um, uh, yeah. I guess if it's ringing its head off, then it's using a lot of fuel. But, but yeah, it's you, you see, they say they're quite highly geared. But what, what are they at a hundred? Like are they, are they still about three thousand? Uh, oh no, no. I think they were less than that. I think they were really, really highly geared. Really. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's why they were so strange to drive around town. I thought. <laughs> well, that's a uh, oh, yeah. Well, I'll have to organise a drive for you in one of those. Yeah, actually, I'd love to drive one. I'd, I'd love that to. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, yeah. It, it... In the slowest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was watching this video that these people like that do hypermiling in 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 America, oh, and, 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 and it, it, they don't brake for corners. They just they just throw them in because because they, they, they don't want to lose speed. And they all drive early Hondas, or um, they drive, you know, early Insights, yeah. and, and they obviously all stickers on the back of like, you know, uh, be green to the world and stuff. And and they're bloody nuts on the road. Like, like yeah. they they're like they just break. And like they had a guy take over. He's like, it's like we're gonna teach you how to hyper mile. He's driving, he's driving out, and he's he's like hit the brakes. He's like, don't hit the brakes. He's like, oh, okay, just throw it into a corner, and it will stick. And he's like throwing it into corners, like wow. like first you got a tip. <laughs> he's, he's like, that's how you save fuel. You don't you don't you don't use your accelerator. I'm like, jeez. It's almost like racing drivers, you break, you know, not accelerating and slowing down. It's you, yeah. you just just keep the pace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting a little off topic, but I wanted to. Um... Oh, God, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> yeah, That's right off topic. We're so far off topic, Chad's uh, forgotten. What are you thinking, Chad? I'm back onto the the uh, in um, uh, the the ring, uh, the taxi experience. Do you know what the, the newest car you can do the taxi experience in on the Nürburgring? Oh, tell us. Hyundai i30N. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I think I think they've probably come to their senses that they're probably breaking many M cars. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And Hyundai's like, well, I guess we'll give you a warranty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and right. I, like, I guess we have to honor it. Yeah. yeah. So they've got like no the ultimate in, in whether they are honor it or not. And you can option up and go to the TCR in taxi if you don't want the standard one. Well, you can go to the TCR car. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when in Rome, right? Like, yeah, or, yeah. Or when in Nurburg. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, did your thoughts come back to you? No. No. Okay. <laughs> it was about hypermiling, but I, okay. I'll try and think about it. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. <laughs> all right, guys. Out of all, here's my last one before we get before we get to the quiz. Now, if you had to choose a car for everybody on this chart right now to drive in the Nurburgring, out of the ones that we've chosen, or the, or the ones that you've chosen, what what would they be? As no, we choosing for somebody. Somebody else, else yeah. On this, on, on, uh, out of this. So, Scotty, I think I would put you in an i20n because I know you really like those, and I think I think you'd have an absolute blast. Chad, oh, I'm gonna put you in. I'd give you the the 190. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. good, very good. Uh, you trust me the 190. That's that's big of you, Matty. Uh, no, I, 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 uh, I, I know this man appreciates a fine, you know, German automobile, and uh, and a very cool one at that. So I, I think, I think that would, uh, you know, I can just see you just smashing apexes in one of those. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> the moment, I think, I think your Porsche is a good choice, um, but I also think your you'd get there and you'd be like, I'm a Honda man. I need to drive a Honda of some description. So. <laughs> And you're wearing a Type R shirt, so I'll give you the Type R. Right. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Finally, I get to drive a Type R. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Happy yeah. days. Happy days. That, that, that's what I'm putting you guys in. Um, Beautiful. And and I would probably take. I don't know. Actually, you know what? It's, it's that's not my choice. So because uh, but but you guys get to choose what what, what, what we all get to drive, and then then we are. Uh, then we all get to uh, to enjoy it. But, all right, so, Manny, I, I put you in the um, in the Swift. Yep, absolutely. Happy, Swift. happy with that. Because you could have an absolute blast and explore the track and you're not going at, you know, you're not going to break anything at um, breakneck speed. Yeah. Um, oh, Chad, well, I can't put you in an end because although uh, would you be quicker, actually, the fact you've got an end, like, you know, mm -hmm. would you have more fun? Because you probably couldn't take your in over there, but you could then say you've driven it in around the around the Nurburgring. It's true. Yeah, what's familiar, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just cool. sitting on the wrong side of the car, that could be the only problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the gear shift is not, you know, where the where the window switches are. Yeah. <laughs> the other side. Yeah, the that would be the worst no, thing. No, man. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you can go in the end. Whoa, Scotty. Um Actually, I'll put you in the Fiesta ST, I reckon. Okay. Little three-pot, little screamer. German that would, that would be fun. Familiar to the to the, uh, to the listeners and the podcasters? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it, it could be in um, the same colour as Maddie's car because it is known as the Green Hill, so, you know. <laughs> So you're taking the, you're taking my Fiesta home, Scotty. Take it, take it home. You can you put it on a ship and off you go. Oh, cheers! Thank you. <laughs> Scotty, what would you have for us? Um, you know, I would put David in an NSX. Oh, thank you. Whether a first or second gen is what I would put him in. It's up to him if he wants to pop up headlights or not. But uh, yeah, I'm a pop up headlight guy. Then we'll go the first gen. Thank you. Hard, hard to pass pop-ups, um, yeah, Scotty. We, we, we all know cars are just better with pop-ups. They, they just are. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. 
I just think uh, David would have an absolute ball in that thing. I certainly would. It's much fun just to see how they handled back then. Because as you're saying, you wanted an older Porsche. Well, you can have the older NSX instead. Lovely, lovely. Like that, like that. Hmm, Maddie. What would I throw you in? Considering you've got a nice little green machine, I'd probably throw you in a Yaris GR. Oh, yeah. Three-cylinder and three-cylinder. I like that. Yeah, man. Just have like a go that. with that. I reckon you'd, um, you'd enjoy that. That would be a lot of fun. I probably wouldn't lift off oversteer myself to death like I would in the future. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would have a bit more, a bit more grip, which, which would be a lot of fun. Uh, lucky last, considering you were talking about European and everything, Maddie's put you in the 190E. Um, hmm, I would probably throw you in a Golf R. Okay. Like in the Golf R, you've got that nice sturdy four-wheel drive grip. That thing is very quick out of the corners. I reckon that's where you'd have the most fun. Yeah, okay, good choice. Pull you out of those corners super quick. And then into a check engine light. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay, you're just borrowing it. So yeah. <laughs> we'll have a few on standby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny though. It's funny that you just dollar doesn't it? Yeah. All right. And lucky last, you Mr. Chad. All right. Uh David, I'm going to go with uh now yeah you've been put into type r's you've also been uh you you've uh, shown interest in the um in a 911 mm-hmm. um yeah i think maybe like a b series swapped mini cooper oh, cool. <laughs> not, again not super fast but enough enough to have fun it oh. would be enough <laughs> That's a crack. Like a mighty car mod. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, B sixteen. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. B tech all day. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I could, uh, I could just see David like, like there's all these supercars and just David on the tech going bust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just screaming fast. Okay, good choice. I like that one. Thank you, uh, Scotty. Since you've got an i thirty one, I'm gonna stick to something rear wheel drive mm. and. Uh, Maybe a sedan of some sort. Good choice. Uh, an E90 M3. I'm not sure if you can get those in a five-speed mount, a six-speed mount. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Want to go with that? It's kind of like a 31 on steroids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, be a, be a I'd enjoy that. That would be fun. He, he's used to M3s, but he's used I to... Am. Oh, you used to have one? Yeah, you did have one. Oh, but, wow. But okay. he had an E46 M3. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Too bad they didn't make those incidents. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, Maddie, you have graciously given me the 190E. I think that's a U car. Uh, I think I think you. you know, oh, I just I bloody love those. <laughs> that's so so good. Um, Maddie, I think I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna have to give you a, an AW11. Oh, <laughs> <Mr>. two. <laughs> That's Again, I've come back to uh, you know mid-engine rear wheel drive. Yep. I was talking about the Lotuses, but yep. yeah, I yep. think a, a Toyota mid-engine would be awesome. Yep. Probably not very uh, you know easy to find parts for over there, but yeah, <laughs> this is all hypothetical. So uh, yeah. absolutely, 
I would uh, I would uh, snap over steer it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lift, lift off over steer. It's the closest gun, right? <laughs> the closest <laughs> And uh, I think for myself, uh, I'm going to take the Corrado that you mentioned. Yeah, Corrado's a cool Which one. is what I was on about the R32 Mark yeah, yeah. V. But yeah, a Corrado, which is coupe body, um, Got awesome wedge shape. Yeah, yeah just good. bloody awesome car. Yeah. With, with a VR6, you With your... a VR6, six speed or five speed, I think, whatever they yeah. are. Uh, yeah, what a sound. Yeah. yeah, good choice. Good choice, gentlemen. Very, very good discussion there. We should revisit this topic, actually, and then, mm. and then what car what, what car would we would we take for, like, Bathurst, and what car would we oh, take yeah. for, uh, you know, mm. uh, Ooh, yeah. Suzuka and, 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 and stuff like that. So, so yeah, good choice. So I think I think we definitely – that's a good topic. I think we're going to revisit that in the new year. But anyway, gentlemen, it's time for the quiz now. Scotty is in charge of the quiz today. He's he does his usual, um, you know, uh, cryptic cars. I'm assuming it's a cryptic car, Scotty. Oh, it's a bit of a mix. I've Ooh, gone. Okay. I've got. I've gone absolutely crazy. I've got. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost it. He's done. He's done. I've got some that are relevant to the topic that we're just talking about. Okay. Then I've thrown in some cryptic cars in there, and I've also put in some latest news. So if you've been in the listening to the latest car news, then I've got some questions around that too. And then I've got some just random history facts. Okay. And bonus questions. Usually I don't do bonus questions. There's some other a few bonus questions. So. Love a bonus question. So as so I was saying, is every round. It's anybody's game. Yeah, yeah. It's a... <laughs> this right, one so... beats a block. Oof. Christmas special, mate. It's a Christmas miracle. Mm, Christmas miracle. I like it. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. This one quite possibly will be closest to... We'll see how we go. Might be. Um, you'll need to tell me this in kilometres. Okay. So I'll say it first, just say no. Question one, how long is the Nürburgring? David. David? 21.8 kilometres. No, 20.8 20. kilometres. It is 20.8. Uh, do you want to give him the point or half a point? So it's, it's, I'll have to give him half. Five. Yeah. All right, there we go. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Brutal. <laughs> He's quizmaster. That's, uh, that's, that's his choice. I'll tell you what, he only got half a point because it's uh, nearly Christmas, so <laughs> special. <laughs> you mean, you mean better like, no, so <laughs> no second guess, no second guess in here. Yeah. You're, lucky, you're lucky I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. How many turns does the Nürburgring have? Matthew. Matthew? It's over 100. I'm going to say 115. 115. All right, we'll do closest to. So we've oh. got 115. Oh, I'll be happy with that. Ooh, David, 123. 123. I'm just going to split it in the middle of 120. <laughs> David gets it with 123. It has 154. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Well, that's even more tiring than I thought. <laughs> 154. You're right. After, after two laps, you'd be a sweating, drenched man. Yep. That's why you'd be knackered by the end, physically and mentally. David, would you, would you like a score check? I'd love a score check, yeah. Yeah, uh, David, you're 1.5 and the rest of us are on zero, just, just, just so you know. <laughs> Early days. Any, Early any... Days. Okay, 
Question three. This one is the first of the cryptic cars. Okay. The way cryptic cars yeah. works. Yeah. I was just going to say, we're going to, we're going to, yep. you know how cryptic cars So are. the way it works is I'll yeah. say the make of the car, you know, if it's Ford, but then the word of the model, I change it to um, like a synonym or something like that. It means the same thing, but I'm just using a different word for it. Cool. So you could say, for example, Ford, um, horse, and it could be like Bronco or Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Here we go. The Chevrolet snow slide. Oh. Um, or I could say landslide. David. Chad. David. Avalanche. Yeah. The yeah. Avalanche. Yeah. Ah, okay. This is the first of a few Honda ones, not mm. necessarily cryptic. I only put in a few cryptic ones. Uh, question four is Honda Metropolis. David. David. City this. Yeah, Honda City. He's going to be in annihilation. Question five is the last of the cryptic, and it's a movie. It's a movie that came out in 2008. Two words you've got to break down. Mm -hmm. So the movie is called Demise Contest. Oh, Matthew. David. David. Endgame? No. Matthew. Matthew. That'd be Death Race. Yes, Death Race. Actually, a really good film. I really enjoy that. Have you seen that? Is that is that got it? Jason Statham. Jason Statham, yeah. yeah. Long time. It's ago. a it's a long, it's an old movie now, but every time I watch it, I just it's so cheesy, but it's yeah. it's, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, funny. All right, question six brings us into some news. Okay. Which car recently got zero stars for the ANCAP rating? David. Matthew. That'd be the uh, well. There was two. Um, oh, that's the bonus question. Um, uh, <laughs> there, uh, there was the MG, yeah. uh, sorry, the MG5, I think it was. Yes. And and leave it as that. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> bonus question: What was the lesser known car? Matthew. Matthew. It was the Mahindra. Oh, was it the? Scorpion or something. It was a weird, it's a weird name. Uh, no, you said it. You said it. No, no, it's okay. There you go. Scorpio, the Mahindra Scorpio. Yeah. Now I have a bonus, bonus question, Ooh. and this is connected to just the MG5. So I'll yeah. just clarify that. Name one important thing that it was missing. Cut. Side airbags. Sorry, uh, curtain airbags. Ooh, it was missing. <laughs> curtain airbags i'll give you that yeah oh, no. there's quite a few things that it was actually missing how does it even get to be sold like wow it's side intrusion was awful um for side impacts and what made it worse is that it didn't have pretensioners on the seat belts oh really yes the only ones that did was the top of the range model and only for the front people none for the <laughs> In a car sold in 2020, yeah, in a car sold in 2023, that's insane. Yeah. How does a car pass ADRs? Oh, I have not. How the hell does that pass ADRs at that rate? Like, that's insane. I, think I don't know. Sorry, sorry, what was that? I thought it would be dearer to produce a car to yeah. not than yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, surely. Yeah. Yep. I saw a lady driving one in traffic today. It's like an absolute maniac as well. Uh, now knowing how bad <laughs> the, um, the, the, the safety is, it's not going to have a good time. No, it's going to have a bad time. Yeah. So MG, you've already come back and said that they're strengthening the um, structural integrity of the vehicle so the passengers can actually survive and not have so much <laughs> chest and not have so much chest injury. <laughs> and they will come with the airbags and pretensionous seat belts. So if you bought the Vibe, which is the lower model, entry level, no seatbelt pretensioners at all. If you bought the Essence model, which is their top of the range, only has it for the front seats. So if you're a passenger, you're just going to smack your head into the back, into the front seat. Wow. Because the seatbelt. Well, what happens to the current would they, yeah. they bring it back or, or they have to re-engineer them? Not quite sure. I'd say too bad. They can't engineer it how to make it more structurally safe. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, almost starting from scratch, isn't it, really? Yep. If you want to do that. but no, I don't think that's entirely true, what they've said they're going to do. Um, yeah. no, I they just open yeah. rubbish, really, just to cover themselves. I didn't read much about the about the other car, the Mahindra, because I con- couldn't care less, really. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't really any <laughs> <around there. laughs> So no. I was like, who cares about that thing? All right. That leads us into question six. What Honda vehicle could be coming back to Australia? David. Oh, David. Um, the Honda Prelude. Yes. That could be coming back. I read it could come back as a hybrid. I read it could be coming back as a full electric car. I, I, that's what I heard. Oh, full electric. David would not be buying one at that point. <laughs> I think it's also four, isn't it? I don't know. It might be. Yeah. Or is that the Integra? Yeah, the Integra's four, oh, but, Integra. but that, that, that's that's left-hand drive market only. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. The Integra is basically the Integra, the Acura Integra that's sold in America is basically the Civic hatch. Yeah. Don't oh, get the L5, yeah. yeah. Over there, they only get the Civic sedan, which is an ungainly looking thing. I saw it in Singapore. Not, not, not nice. Much nicer than that. I bet it has seatbelt pretensioners, though. That's and side intrusion bars. Yeah. 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 The bare necessities. Oh, yeah. Probably gets five stars. Just they, uh, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it'd have to be bad to get anything less than them, what that got, wouldn't it, surely? Like, you'd expect that score in, like, a mini moke. You wouldn't expect that in a car made in 2023. <laughs> to just have nothing. Ugh. Nothing at all. Ridiculous. Did you see they did the anniversary then, Cap? A couple of weeks ago, I think the 30th anniversary, um, and they crash-tested it. Perfectly nice TR Magna to show how far car designs come. Very rude. Mate, did did Andrew Rulesworth like call up a complaint? So you you monsters, <laughs> you evil evil people. He would have thought that was a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfectly oh. nice GLX sedan in white with rear mud flaps and old person spec. It was lovely. Was it a V six? No. Thankfully. Okay. Well, I mean, that's slightly in its favour, but yeah. <laughs> this is the type of stuff. This is the quality content you get here on Chad on, on Cartoon. This right, is the yeah. uh, 
the, the level of interest that we've that we've completely lost all our listeners. <laughs> all those seven people. Well, surely they're still sticking around for the quiz. Oh, I'm sure they would be, Scotty. I'm sure. <laughs> that leads us to question seven, and it's our motorsport one. Who won the 2023 F1 season? Matthew. Matthew. Mr. Verstappen. Yeah, Max Verstappen. Very, very comfortably. He he won it with a few rounds left to go. So hats off to him. That Red Bull car has been a dynamite. Ridiculously good. Car by Honda. Car by Honda. Just small plug. Me too. Question, <laughs> question number eight. This is my favourite one. List two things you learnt from Scott's golf tips of the week. Matthew. Matthew. Um, I, I, I pay good good attention to these, Scotty. These are these are really important. All right. You got to clean your balls. Yes, that's one. And how to grip your shaft. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Nailed it. Thank you, Scotty. I've been working really hard on um, on those ones. Like they're, they're the two that I remember the most because they're the most funny as well. So, um, but, <laughs> you practice uh, that on daily, do you? Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been uh, learning how to position my feet, learning learning yeah. how to how to hold the the you know the um, the, grip the, the, shaft. the grip of shaft, the, the overlap or the or the you know thing. Uh, I've been learning how to yep. use different colored balls if I want to if I want to see you know especially if it's in the rough. Um, I've learned how to do my swing and and follow through. Um, learn how to be positive about myself. You know, you, know, you, you think positive, you might have a bad hit, but you, you got to keep positive. See, Scotty, I, I pay attention. My I pay goodness, attention. does he pay attention? <laughs> I should get all the points for that, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think we'll just say that you win, but I'll keep going anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun, we'll keep going. Um, that leads us to question number nine. Which brand first introduced seatbelt pretensioners? Chad. Straight in there. Ooh, straight in there. Volvo? No, not Volvo, sorry. Mm. Uh, Matthew? Matthew. Mercedes Benz? Yeah, Mercedes. Oh. It was Mercedes. In... It's Volvo, it's Mercedes. It's one of the two Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that leads to my bonus question. If you just want to take a punt at this, uh, which model and year do you think it came out? So model and the year of that car. Chad. Ooh. Ooh. Chad, straight in there. I'm going to go the W116. Good choice. I was going to go. Around the 70, like mid-70s to late 70s. Pretty close. W116, Just... I'll put it down. Uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do closest to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that'll work well. Yep. Who would uh, like to do next? So it is 116. Not going to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See how you go with the year. See how you go with the year. What year you thinking? Well, I was going to go 126, which would have been 81 in Germany, 82. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was going to go. That that was going to be my answer, David. Um, so I will go something different. Uh, I'm going to say uh, W201 Baby Benz. They brought it out in Benz, yeah. 1984. So it was 1981. Oh, 
It came out on the S class. Yep, one two six. Yep, in eighty one. Mm. So that's a long time ago for something so great, really. And they don't have them in a car in twenty twenty three. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So eighty one. So you know, is like forty two, nearly forty three years ago now. So yeah. (laughs) I I just don't see something like that as part of cutting costs. There's no way that it will cost you too much to have no, something absolutely. that every vehicle has. Like, well, what? Put, put it this way, Scotty, it's it they cost them a lot in terms of sales because people are going to just be like, whoa, that's that's not good. Like that, that that'll 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 cut. Like you know, when 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 cars get a when companies get a bad name, you, it usually kind of sticks. I mean, look what happened to Jeep. They were selling heaps of cars here, and they started doing yeah. things, and now they're now they're kind of nowhere. So, so when it comes and to what's that, what's really number good. one? What's number one this generation? It's safety. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Safety is huge now. If a, if a little Fiesta can get five stars, surely a, a full size sedan and pickups like that can have stuff like a like a pretensioner and stuff. So that's just yeah, that says all you need to know about certain car, car companies. Exactly right. That leads us to our last question. Right, let's do a score check first because this is quite yep. this is quite tight now. Um, Chad, sorry, you're you're a little bit behind. You'll get yeah. there. You're on you're on one. Um, Myself on five six and David is on five and a half. So close game. Close game. All right. Unless this one, this question's for like ten points, and then Chad can still win. Double <laughs> 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 <Double> nothing. <laughs> question number ten: Which car is the number one top seller in Oz for twenty twenty three? you beat me there. Oh, that was hard. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Chad, oh, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of. I'm out of the running there because Chad chipped in before me, so it's out of between him and David. No, I'm Chad. Gonna to, I'm going to have to go with Chad on that one. I reckon he just got in. That was just. That was hard to pick up on. There was just lots of sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got to be the MG3. No. Oh, that's a good choice though, because they've sold a lot of those. It is up there, but it's not number one for twenty twenty-three. Uh, David, oh, David, you, you were in next. You, you get your first dibs. I was going to say, I think it's one of two. It's one of two, yeah. And I know what you're going to say, and it's 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 going to be fifty. It's a fifty-fifty choice. Uh, I'll go Toyota Hilux. Yeah, it is. Ford Ranger. Second. What was your second one? Ford Ranger. That's number two. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord, we love trucks. Though. No, they're obsessed with You know them. what number three is? Oh, um, three. A, bit of a, bit of a, a bit of a um wild horse? No. Nah. Not a Mustang, I don't mean. It's not Tesla Model 3, is it? No. Nah. It's up there, the Teslas, but I think the Tesla's in the top eight or something, I think. It's definitely uh, in the top ten, but no, number three. Uh, would it be MGZS? No. Nah. Like think wood. about think about what's already the top two. Oh, it's, it'd probably be like a like a Triton or something, or a, or a, um. Close. Keep going. Amarok, yeah, that's a that that'd be up there, or um. BT fifty. Think of Alum. Oh, D Max. Yeah, it just got into number three recently. I was just reading yes. about it before I did the quiz. You know that. That's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> that's our top three. <laughs> I've got to that's say. all of 2023, is it? So far in 2023, that's, yeah, not monthly. That's all up so far in 2023 this year, and we're near the end. 
That so I don't see it really changing much now. That is a disgrace, <laughs> Australia. That is an absolute what's disgrace. The, what's the first non-pickup ah! slash ute? you got to go down to work, the 64 water drugs. list. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would have to have a look. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Or um, the Mazda three still is pretty high up there. I think. Probably Corolla outsells it though, because like because Corolla's been, been Corolla's always a strong seller. Um, geez, like the the top ten for like if you look back ten years ago, the top ten is so different. Oh. Like, it's complete. It's only ten years. Yeah. Oh. So the MG ZS uh, is number four. I knew the MG status was up there, yeah. Yeah. That's the small SUV. SUV. Yeah. 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 So that's the, I think they're entry level SUV. So so there's. And then it goes HS. HS, yeah. yeah. So the only one that's not an SUV or anything is the Hyundai i30 at number 10. Oh, wow. So you've got a RAV4, the Tesla Model Y, Mitsubishi Outlander, CX5, and the Hyundai Tucson. Wow. And then the oh, ice. They make the list. That that's that's surprising. That's really surprising. Yeah. We are a really weird country in terms of um car consumption. We are. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean if you look at the cars, like if you think back to ten years ago, you can see like the, there was more sedans and hatches on the road than there ever was, and now there's more like, bloody hilaxes and ranges mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So <sighs> Yeah, uh, I mean, Luca, you're part of the problem. You heard me, mate. That's my brother. He's 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 he's. Is he a car? Uh, he's got he's got a, he's got a Ranger. Oh, yeah, right, so, yeah. And, and Alan, you're part of the problem as well. Um, Isn't it? Uh, anyway, um, so score check, gentlemen. Uh, Chad, very noble, very noble. Um, made the board. Made the board. You're on the board. Uh, myself on six. And tonight's winner who pips me on the last question with the 50-50 is Mr. David Prince on 6.5. Well done, mate. Well done, though. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Gents, I think that's a podcast. Mm. Yep, yep. That was, good. that was a good chat tonight, actually. That was, that was a fun topic. Thanks that, Chad. No worries. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Didn't even realize it's the, glad it's I saw Misha's video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as you said, Maddie, I think we should. Um, yeah, we should visit the question about different tracks. Tracks. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, because they're they're all vastly different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, you'd say oh, I'd have a VN Commodore on stockies for for that Um Seventeen acceptors. Acceptors <laughs> cuts. Uh, <laughs> Stockies on the rear, you've got the interceptors on the front. Yeah. Bigger ones on the front, stockies on the rear. Oh man. Oh, that that would be that would be a good time. Gentlemen, plug. So Scotty, your golf tip of the week, please. Golf tip of the week. Uh a little bit different this one. When you're thinking of ready to tee off on a hole, think of the hole backwards. So start at the green where you're yep. thinking the position of the pin is what's around it, the bunkers, the water, and go backwards through your head. Where do you want that ball to sit? Do you want it before the water? And then what club would you want to hit onto it? Go work your way backwards to the driver. Or maybe a driver, you'll hit it too big and you don't want the driver. Might tee off with an iron or a smaller wood instead. So, yeah, think backwards. Like it, Scotty. Like it. I'm going to add that to my list. I want to get quizzed about it next time. I'll I'll remember. (laughs) I'll increase it from remembering two to three. <laughs> <laughs> David Prince, you do a podcast. 
Um, well, we did. We, we yes, we, we still do. We still do. But it's coming back. Um, it's going to be a Christmas miracle too. No, there's lots of Christmas miracles going around this year. All the Christmas miracles. They were and we talk to people about the cars that they've experienced in their lives. Very good. Can't, can't wait for it to come back. I'm actually really, really keen yeah. to hear it. Yeah. It's quality, quality viewing. I, 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 speaking of that, I had one of my one of my year eights. <laughs> she says she sends me a uh, a message on on our school portal teams. Like you know, like I mean, everyone kind of just teams it, but but the, the school. And she's like, so is this you? And just links me to Auto Retro's you know, video of me on on, on YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, that's, that's uh, great. I said, I said, look, I said, look, he's a very handsome looking guy there. Uh, it looks like me, sounds like me, um, but I'm not too sure if it is me. And she's like, she's like, what do you mean? It, it, it is you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, it is. It's obviously me. <laughs> and, then, and then she she proceeded to say that this deserves a uh, an Oscar for my performance. Oh, go brilliant. I was, I was like, I was like, thank you, Federica. That was, uh, that was lovely of you. But, uh, um, you know, we can, uh, we can acknowledge my, my miserable uh, obsession of cars uh, <laughs> in, in, uh, in other ways uh, by, by, by not mentioning it ever again <laughs> to, yeah, to anybody else in class. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that, that's, yeah, it, it, it was funny. It was funny. It was, it was, it was definitely well. I, I had to laugh. I'm like, oh god, like they found me now on. on they're ready for my podcast and now they're finding me on YouTube. But like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk TRQE with May J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe right and review to us there. Check out our merch, go to Teespring Store, go to teespring.com, top in Car Talk Store and support the show by buying some merch or support the show by becoming a patron to our pa- Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash car talk podcast and support the show there. Gentlemen, want to wish you all and to all our listeners a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Make it safe. Don't 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 be selling the roads this time because you know people are trying to go long long distance and they do family trips and stuff. So so plan your trips out. Uh, be safe. Uh, take your time. Get you will you will you will get there. And if it's five minutes later, you will you will get there. And, you know, um, think of think of everybody else on the road. It's a it's a it's a hectic time on the roads and I've already seen people heading off and you know towing things and stuff. So so yeah, make sure you if there's one piece of advice we can give you, just 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 you know take it easy. You will get there. Enjoy the drive. Um, yeah, because it's you know if, if you're doing long distance driving, or if you're going overseas, yeah, have, have a safe flight and everything. But thank you to our listeners for this for this for this year, predominantly for this year. I, I think we'll, we won't be doing next week because it's Boxing Day, but the week after, I don't think we'll be doing it either because it'll be New Year's Day. So, um, so we'll be signing off for a couple of weeks and then we'll come back in the new year. So, wishing you guys all the very best of the holidays. Take it easy. Hopefully, uh, Santa doesn't bring you cola. He does me. Hopefully, he brings you some car parts. Uh, in the famous words of Jesse, uh, ball bearing turbos and uh, and you know oh, yes. and a million core intercoolers or something. Well, probably what he said. <laughs> so, uh, Merry Christmas to you all and uh, Happy New Year. All the best, guys, and take it easy. And to you guys. See you guys. See ya.